This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Welcome back, and on today's show, we're discussing the Stranger Things Season 4 teaser. We're talking about the Marvel Phase 4 trailer, and we celebrate Star Wars Day. Well, hello there, everyone, and welcome back to the From a Certain Point of View podcast. Um, Once again, I am Josh. I'm Adam. And this is episode 79. Unfortunately, Adam, there really is no significance to the the number 79 when it comes to to Star Wars or anything like that. So um, Mm, we can't really tie that in in any way other than what maybe uh, The Empire Strikes Back was filming or something like that yeah in production (laughs) uh but yeah there's a cantina on uh orson called 79s well there you go good good on you for knowing that so what do you uh, google (laughs) yeah quick google search thank you for that um (laughs) so what have you been up to and what would you recommend this week I continued my X-Men rewatch, and I watched the uh, original X-Men film uh, from, I want to say, like, 2000? Maybe a little bit before? No, I was right, 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with yeah, it was Hugh Jackman's debut and all that good stuff, and uh, it was, it, it was, it's a fun movie. Um, still has a little bit of that older comic book vibe to it, which is fun. Uh, you know, before before the MCU came along and, and things got a little more grounded and the effects were a little bit more, you know, um, new age. Mm-hmm. But it has it still has that kind of almost '90s comic book movie vibe to it in some in some aspects. And I I, I really like that movie. And uh, that means this week I'm gonna be watching X2, X Men United, and uh, that will kind of lead into the giveaway that we had last week and uh at the end of the show we're gonna announce our winner for that and uh, explain my answer and a little bit of why all right looking forward to that um as far as you know what i've been up to um you know we we talked about dexter i think in, in either last week's show or the week before and um how that's the you know new dexter kind of fall series is going to be coming out in the fall and um so Brittany and I started re rewatching Dexter. Um, she actually never watched it. Um, so, you know, she seemed interested in watching it this time and, you know, wanting to watch the, the new season and everything. So I never started watched that. Dexter either. Yeah, it was, I've just been pretty, pretty watching, good. uh, true crime serial killer stuff. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but if you're into that sort of thing, you, you would probably enjoy this show too. Probably. Um, my recommendation for this week is actually after watching the premiere of the Bad Batch um, 
on Friday or on rather it was on Tuesday, right? <laughs> or Wednesday. What Wednesday, day was May the 4th? I believe. <laughs> no, you're right. Tuesday. A, Tuesday. Everything's a blur to me right yeah. now. But on Tuesday, after watching the premiere of The Bad Batch, um, I went back and started watching, once again, the, the Bad Batch arc in Clone Wars Season 7, um, just to kind of get a... Because I, you know, kind of forgotten about some of that stuff that happened with The Bad Batch on, on in that show. Um, so I just wanted to kind of go back. So I, I think that's a good thing to do. Um, go back to season seven and of the Clone Wars and kind of watch that Bad Batch arc. That's a good idea. So, yeah. And we we did have a poll question this week that is related to the Bad Batch. And the question is about your favorite um, Bad Batch characters so far. And um, I felt personally when making this poll that, that you know, Crosshair disqualified himself um, <laughs> as a result of his actions in the first episode. I was not happy with, with, with Crosshair. Um, so, plus, I could only put four options there. Yeah. Um, so we had Hunter, <laughs> Wrecker, Tech, and Echo. Wrecker took the, this poll with 40%. Um, following closely behind was Hunter at 37.5%. Um, and Adam, where did you land in this poll? I don't know. It's hard for me right now with Bad Batch. I, I guess Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's where I was right now as well with with um with Hunter too. Um, I you know he, he I've I was always a big fan of I don't know why Leonardo popped into my head from Ninja Turtles. You know, Le- Leonardo was always my favorite. Oh, okay. he, he was kind of the leader. You yeah, know, he had yeah, okay. that sort of mentality, and I feel like. Hunter reminds me a little bit of of Leonardo. Hunter, I um, feel I, we'll probably talk about this more later, but I feel like he has the most depth of those characters right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like that as well. So that's where that's what our poll results were this week, and we have a a lot of news actually this week. A lot of a lot of exciting news, especially in you know. In, in the world of Star Wars, in the world of Marvel, and let, let's get right into that. Sold out. Every copy. Tomorrow morning, Spider-Man, page one, with a decent picture this time. Move Conway to page seven. There's a problem with page seven. I make it page eight and give him 10% off. Okay. I make it 5%. That can't be done. Get out of here! So this week we got a new teaser for Stranger Things season four. And, you know, this is obviously a show that I think we're both really waiting for and, and anticipating. And, um, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, it's, you know, Finn Wolfhard was quoted as saying that season four will hopefully be out in 2022. I was really hoping we'd get it in 2021, but um, we did get another teaser. And actually the description um, for the teaser, which I didn't notice this, um, says like kind of like two out of four, so it, it seems oh, like maybe okay. we're gonna get like a um, more, couple more teasers for for this season. Um, and, and this particular teaser um, showed us, you know, kind of the return of the the Papa character, Doctor yes. um, Burner. And, yeah, and and it it looks like a lot of um, you know, Eleven is you know, the eleventh child probably that's be- being experimented on. And so we gotta look think, at some yeah. of these other children that were kind of in this lab mm-hmm. and and what's going on there. I thought this was really interesting. We're gonna get a look back at kind of maybe eleven cool more game of, of eleven origin. Too. 
What's that? Cool game of Plinko going on too. Yeah, there's there's some there was some Plinko happening there. I'm not <laughs> sure what that was all about. I but, think um, I think what that's about is that uh, the the children have to make the the puck drop in their number. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's using their yeah like, mind. Yeah, yeah. So the numbers I think that came up there were five, seven, and eight. So I'm guessing those were whoever five seven and eight is and i have to go back i don't did, when l runs away uh and she ends up in in pittsburgh <laughs> um, yeah yeah um, that was interesting did they ever give the numbers Season of those two. kids that she was with because I'm, I'm wondering if those numbers might represent one of those characters that we saw there they might have i'm i'm not i'm not i have, I'd to, have go to go back, back and, and watch it. it it's been a while since i watched season two like yeah um, yeah last year Last year, I during the summer, I watched season three again, okay. but I didn't, you know. But it's been think if we th- if you think about it, it's been almost two years since season three came it's, out. Yeah, so it's yeah, been, you know, a few years since season two, definitely. Um, so, but yeah, that I know there was there could could have been some significance there with that too. But you know, this is one of my favorite shows, and I, I can't wait for it to come back. And it just kind of sucks that we we have to wait this long. <laughs> But I, agree. I thought this was a cool, a cool tease and a look at Eleven, you know, and in her beginnings and everything. Indeed. So. Um, next up, we have some Marvel news and um, we have the Loki series actually got moved up a couple days. So the premiere is going to be on Wednesday, June 9th instead of um, Friday, June 11th. And in the kind of the announcement video, Tom Hiddleston is is t- letting us know that Wednesday is the new Friday. Um, yeah, yeah, that's so, interesting. I don't know what that's about. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why. Why, <laughs> other than to give Marvel its own day on Disney Plus and mm-hmm. let Star Wars keep Friday, especially yeah. since. You know, there'll be some crossover there, I would imagine, with Bad Batch. With and, Bad Batch, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, maybe it's because of that. So I don't know if they're just trying to give Marvel and Disney, their, and Marvel and Star Wars their own days. Mm-hmm. Or if maybe Wednesday will actually be the new Friday going forward, and, you know, we'll start getting more stuff on Wednesdays. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, you, you wonder if it'll just be for Loki because of overlap with Bad Batch, or right. if this will be something that's going to be a a trend you know it's going to continue because if you think about all the shows in the future that are going to be coming out with star wars and marvel you would think there might be some some overlap there if they kept it on fridays only so i didn't think about maybe marvel being wednesdays and star wars being fridays but that's you know it's kind of a cool idea so I, you know, I know, I know a lot of people, myself included, really enjoy that Friday having it be on the the Friday. You know, like it starts the weekend. It's get a new episode of the show. You know, um, I wouldn't we'll mind it being on goes. Saturday so I could actually stay up and watch sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Um, and recently we talked about Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, and Adam, I know you had mentioned that you kind of tend to stay away from the Netflix. Um, movies just because it's like hmm it's not this isn't really coming out in the theater so i don't know what to think about this but um actually we got some news that netflix has partnered with um cinemark um the theater that we attend quite a bit um and they are going to release army of the dead in cinemark theaters on may 14th um 200 cinemark locations i don't know if ours will be one of them or not um 
followed by its streaming debut on May 21st. So does this give you a little more confidence in Army of the Dead, or you you still feel the same way about it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, I just feel the same. I don't know. He still feels the same. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's... This is the this is the, the that zombie thing, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so zombied out. Also, like, like I know I, I like I know I feel weird about I felt weird about it being on Netflix, but I'm also just zombies are done <laughs> for me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I probably won't go to the theater to see this one. Honestly, I'll probably just watch it on Netflix. I, I think yeah. I will watch just because yeah. I like Zack Snyder and I'm, I'm yeah. interested in yeah. seeing what he does yeah. with it. Um, but yeah. I agree with you for the most part there. Maybe maybe Netflix will have the Snyder cut of maybe Army of, of the Army Dead. Of the Dead. <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, next up, we're talking a little bit about Star Wars, and we are talking about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, which is set to launch in 2022 at the Walt Disney World Resort. This man, I don't know how much this is going to be to stay there. <laughs> Probably a lot of money. But I would love to uh, last there. I heard was a couple thousand a night per person. A couple thousand a night per person. Per person. Wow. And I think wow. it's a two night event, a two night stay. Yeah. If I, if I remember two, right. Yeah. yeah. It's a two, so, two day, two night thing. Um, I don't know that that was, I want to say that was like 2019 when that, when those numbers mm-hmm. came out and I don't know how accurate they were back then. And I don't know how accurate they'll be going forward, but uh, I remember seeing 2000 a night per person. So, well, maybe if I win the lottery, then I'll I'll go stay here. But um, they did reveal a new lightsaber in action um, that is a retractable lightsaber, and this thing looks super realistic. Um, did you watch that, that lightsaber? Better be included for two. Yeah, you better be included in the price. Like everybody better get one. No, yeah. um, I mean, I did they see did that. Say, it, it looks amazing. Like you know, I, I man, I, I hope someday to get my hands on one of those. Yeah, for real. I, I like. I wish it was a little bit of a closer up look at it because the, the yeah. little trailer thing, teaser thing that they showed was just uh, you know one of, one of the Ray character actors from, mm-hmm. from the parks uh, turning it on, and it's you know you, you get almost like from like her like waist or thighs up, and so it's a little bit of a farther back look at this thing. Yeah, it's. I wish you could see it a little bit closer up, but. Um, yeah, I, I th- you know, it, and if you, I think the the hilt actually looks a little bit bulky, and it probably you know has to because of the way that it's like storing the the blade in it in, in some way, you know, if it's retractable like that. Mm-hmm. But I, but I think it it seems like a really satisfying thing to just ignite that lightsaber, and it, you know, um, you don't have to like like the ones right now, like one that I got, you have to like stick the blade in there and then you know ignite it. I think this is it's gonna feel like more like a a real lightsaber, which is awesome. Right. So I'm excited. And um, I didn't put this in the, in our outline or anything, but there was also um, some news about the, the new um, Disney cruise line that, that is oh going gosh, to be yeah. um, debuting as well. Is it, is that next year too? Do you know? I'm not sure if it's this year or next year. It might even be this year, um, uh, but they're going to have, I want to say next year. Yeah, you might be right, but that's the Disney Wish, right? That's the name of that Disney Wish, and there's going to be a, a special adult section for Star Wars that's going to kind of feel like um, 
what was his name in Solo? Um, the villain, um, Dryden, Dryden Voss. Voss. Like, you know, his kind of hangout area, like bar mm-hmm. area. It's mm-hmm. going to feel kind of like that, like be a bar and um, lounge. And out the window, you you see different like ships and like d- different planets and stuff like that. That you you know, you, it just looks it looks super cool. And you know, I'm sure you'll get some of those Galaxy's Edge Batu beverages and on on there and stuff oh, yeah, like that yeah. too. So. Yeah, for sure. So I, Disney Cruise Line, you know, their, their cantinas, bars, lounges are always mm-hmm. like <laughs> top notch, really good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, I've only been on the one uh, cruise so far. I want to do more, but man, uh, some of some of the lounges and, and bars there are just really, really nice to hang out in. So I imagine. And you know, I, go ahead. I just was gonna say that I've never really been interested in going on a cruise until. Oh, I you think should, I saw man. It. Yeah, yeah. You definitely <laughs> yeah, this should. looks amazing, though. Yeah. yeah, even if it's one of the current ones with like a Star Wars weekend or a, a Star Wars. A cruise or a, a Marvel cruise that they do also, mm-hmm. or even if it's nothing, I mean they are so so good. Yeah, yeah. So I might have to do this at some point. My daughter's dying awesome. to go on another one. She actually, when we went on, and I don't know how, you know, I don't know if this just because she hasn't been to the parks in a while. She actually said she liked to cruise, cruise better than the parks. So. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. So yeah, I think it might be something. Brittany and I are definitely discussing it. So. And last up in our news for this week, we we had a big um, Marvel Phase Four um, trailer. Mm-hmm. I'll call it um, Marvel celebrates the movies. And I'll tell you what: every single time that I've watched this, and I've probably watched it at least three times, I've gotten goosebumps. Um, it's it's <laughs> it's really amazing. I mean, it's it sh- you know it, it shows everything that's happened in Marvel in the previous phases and just those relationships that have been built with those characters and the connections and the family feel of it. Um, you know, Tony and and Peter hugging it out, you know, um, and, and all those types of moments. And then it takes us into like the next phase, um, you know, phase four and, and shows us footage from the movies that are going to be coming out, um, over the next year and even further out than the next year um you know so we get a look at at um black widow and um even we get a first look at the eternals Shang chi was in their um, eternals first look yeah they gave dates for uh love and thunder uh yeah guardians 3 uh mm-hmm. got a date uh and there's a few others in there that i'm blanking on right now but it also ended with with the number four um the Fantastic Four logo Fantastic Four. showing up there, um, but then all that aside, it was also Stan Lee. <laughs> yeah, Stan Lee, I mean, right, right in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, oh, and that was amazing. And little quotes uh, throughout throughout, you know, some of the first part of that. It was just it's good to hear his voice again because you know we're not yeah. going to get those cameos anymore. Those are done, right, uh, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, just to hear him still be a part of that part of this trailer was pretty awesome i agree it was really moving and really exciting and it got me pumped and it got me excited to go back to the theaters i mean they were really pushing for you know going back to the theaters again um which i loved and we also got um black panther wakanda forever yeah yeah which i think is perfect Uh, the marvels 
the Marvels um, being the title reveal for the next Captain Captain Marvel, which I imagine um, means that we'll probably get Ms. Marvel uh, crossover on that. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm certainly thinking that way too. So um, this was just really exciting for, and you know, I've come to the end of my Marvel rewatch with. Um, I'm currently, I'm going to watch Endgame this weekend, um, and then probably watch Spider-Man: Far From Home too, okay. but. It's just really the timing of this was really exciting. And, you know, we've got these Marvel shows and everything that are premiering and, you know, Loki coming up. It's just a good time again to be a Marvel fan. And the excitement is definitely building. So I thought that was a great phase four trailer. Agreed. But yeah, that wraps it up for the news this week. And next up, we are going to celebrate May the 4th, um, Star Wars Day. So this past week, we celebrated Star Wars Day, and we certainly hope the 4th was with you. Um, and this year's Star Wars Day saw the premiere of The Bad Batch on Disney+. Plus, and we also got a very special appearance by our good friend Cam Ray on Good Morning America. I mean, the, the dude's basically yeah, a celebrity I know. now. Um, Leaving us behind. So, and, and Adam, were there some other things that, that happened on... May the 4th as well. I know there were some deals. Oh, and yeah. Discounts. Yeah, there's always the deals and discounts. There's some mm-hmm. new merch that came out, some new helmets. There's a new Mando Black Series helmet. <laughs> uh, That's best, awesome. A best car helmet, which looks amazing. It's only $120, but it's also got some electronic <laughs> stuff in there, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if I had an extra $120 floating around, that would be a pretty easy spend right there. For sure. Uh, but it, like we got we got Bad Batch, we got uh, some other interesting stuff on Disney Plus, including a new oh, yeah, Simpsons yeah. short, a Maggie, uh, uh, The Force Awakens from its nap, I think it was called. <laughs> yeah, I heard, um, that reminded me of like the the fan theory about what um, the the episode title for episode nine was going to be like the because The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, Jedi oh, and then yeah. from his nap. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that was there, and then you got some interesting new stuff on Disney Plus too. The biomes and the ship fly through. Biomes was really cool. I didn't but, get a uh, chance to watch that yet. But, yeah, uh, it's really cool. But yeah, so th- there was some there was some fun stuff on on May Fourth. Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff on um, this year. I love the idea of premiering a show on May the Fourth. Like, I was hoping they would do something like that eventually, um, and they did that with the Bad Batch this year. So. It was exciting. And, you know, I mentioned Cam. We did try to reach out to Cam for an interview on this week's show, but his uh, new agent um, told us that he's booked until the end of the year. Yeah. Um, That's what happens when you're on GMA. That's what happens. Um, (laughs) But we we did receive permission from Cam to talk about his his GMA appearance. Yeah, the lawyers, the the red tape was was tough. There's a lot of red tape. Yeah. Yeah, Understandably. Um, But, you know, hopefully we can get him on sometime. (laughs) <laughs> but adam what were your thoughts on his appearance on gma seeing that was so much, i mean it was, it was so cool and... yeah it was so much fun and you know he's always doing fun stuff and so he had his yeah. monkey lizard that he's named bub on there bub. and if you're on twitter you may be seeing a little bit of bub floating around and he's actually got yeah. his own account now too. <laughs> why not gma <laughs> uh so um 
it was a lot of fun. He asked a question about the High Republic and if we ever you know, might see some of that come to live action and uh, or animated or animated. Yeah. You know, Dave kind of gave his answers. You never know; <laughs> they're always working mm-hmm. together. That type of stuff. Uh, but I thought it was really cool. Uh, I happened to watch it on. I didn't watch it live. I don't have cable anymore. Um, but I uh, happened to watch it on YouTube. And then I uh, got sucked into some YouTube drama. <laughs> yeah, same. I got sucked into it, too. Um, you know, everybody knows the YouTube comment section can be kind of a toxic place. And there can be some some negativity and some meanness. Um, and, I, you know, I think we saw this firsthand. So what were your thoughts on some of these comments? Because here's my I mean, here's my only thought. If you don't happen to like, and this isn't just Star Wars, if you don't happen to like anything about any particular franchise or fandom, for whatever that word means, um, just let it go, <laughs> you know? It basically uh, goes back to, if, if you don't else have something ex- nice to say, don't say anything. You if know? someone <laughs> else is excited, let them be excited, and you yeah. don't have to crap all over that. So Right. Um yeah, that's that's my thought. Yeah, you know, and 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 just to be more specific about this, some of the comments were like, "I can't believe he asked a question about the High Republic." You know, nobody cares about the High Republic, yeah, and it's just and, so... and, and and stuff like, "Oh, it must it must have been a planted by Disney <laughs> or but planted by Lucasfilm because uh... nobody would really ask this question." You know, and and that like, why is it necessary? It's not. To it's not attack somebody See, or insult is, somebody. Yeah, you know, it's not. And because, this is where, like, speaking of, 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 it goes to YouTube also. But speaking of Twitter, like, I, I've come to decide that there's not bad people. Aren't the people you see on Twitter aren't bad? There mm-hmm. are bad people out there, and some of them yeah. happen to be on Twitter. Um, but. Most of the time, what you're seeing is good people acting out in ways that they wouldn't normally. Right, because they can, because there's no person, you're not in person with that person, yeah. you you know, you don't have to yeah. see their reaction or face them, you know? So, it's kind of the same on YouTube. Like, like the, the people that were saying, I don't think that they're bad people. I think that they're, you mm. know, otherwise, you know, probably the chances are, I think they're probably good people that are saying crappy stuff that they wouldn't normally if... We were right in front of them. Um, but just think about this stuff when you're typing it. You know, Th- think about right. that's a real person that you're saying that to mm-hmm. on the other end of that. And you know, it, it, it is it really worth it to to kick up that drama, start that stuff? And you know, it really isn't. Like the time that you're spending typing that, you could be doing <laughs> something else constructive, or you know, you could be. Yeah hanging out with your family or a friend or, or, you know, talking to someone that you care about. And instead you're wasting that time that you're never going to get back, um, Mm -hmm. typing something stupid and, you know, then wasting more time replying to the people that are telling the, (laughs) why telling you about this. So just think about this. Think about that time that you're wasting in your life that you don't get back. And, you know, Either say something nice, like you said, or just move on, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I th- you know, I was actually very angry when I saw the comments <laughs> because I, I think I was very angry because it affected somebody that I consider to be a friend. And yeah. when you mess with somebody yeah. that I like care about, like yeah. I, I get fired up. Yeah. And so, you know, what I noticed was once there were a few of us that spoke up against a couple of these individuals and they backed down, you know, is was, was what I noticed. At least one of them definitely kind of was like did some backpedaling. So I think when, when we see, you know, first of all, let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. Like there are some people that like the higher public. There's probably a lot of people that do considering a couple of those novels have been on Best top of the charts. List, yeah, right. um, but the, even if you don't like something, somebody else might like it or you don't have to like everything that's in star Wars either. Like there's star Wars for different people. You know, there's a, you don't have to love every single star Wars thing that comes out. Like, like I'll, like I'll be, I'll be totally you know, honest about the High Republic. I was very hyped for it. I read mm-hmm. uh, Light of the Jedi, and I read uh, the other one that I gave you, uh, Into the Dark. It, mm-hmm. um, it was Test of Test Courage. Of, Test of mm-hmm. Courage. I did read some of yeah. Into the Dark. It, there are parts that I really enjoyed about it. There's parts that I'm mm-hmm. not so excited about. I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm if that excitement's there going forward. Um, yeah. You know, I'm probably gonna check out the, some of the novels, maybe a little bit of the comics here and there. But, you know, after I, after I kind of got into it, my excitement level went down uh, appreciably. Yeah. But I'm I'm not going to go to Cam and say, hey, Cam, that, that question, why? Like, why are you still excited about the yeah, Republic? Like you can't you know? be a real like, fan yeah. if you ask that question. Like, that, like, that's just not... Just don't do that, <laughs> you know? No, but don't do that, people. If someone you see is excited about the High Republic, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. You don't have to be you can go read legends and be happy, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah. Just do what you like and watch what you like. And yeah. So, I mean, I think, uh, uh, and this goes beyond this specific thing we're yeah, talking yeah, about right now. This isn't just star Wars. This is, it, this is everything. I just think there's a, there can be a lot of negative voices out there sure, on social sure. media. And I think it's really important that when people are doing things or saying things that are wrong or that are hurtful, I think it's important for other people to step up and say you're wrong and that's not don't do that <laughs> like I, th- I think we have to stand up for ourselves and stand up for other people um when this sort of thing happens because if we don't then it's just going to keep happening you know so i'm going to take a second a right now to plug, right there, but i'm going to take a, a second right now to plug our discord server and if you want a place mm-hmm. to hang out with other people that like geeky stuff and you know that aren't gonna jump down your throat (laughs) when you like something they don't hang out on our discord server there's a lot of great people there cam is there also um you know there's a lot of really fun people there and you know not everyone out there in the internet is like what you see on youtube or or twitter you know join us hang out with us talk about what you like you know we'll talk about it with you i talk about star wars stuff that i don't particularly enjoy with you know people that are really having a great time with it you know Mm-hmm. Um, just cause I like seeing that they're excited about it. And so I'll, ch- I'll chat with them about it. Um, Absolutely. You know, hang out in our, in our discord server, let, let Twitter and YouTube do what they do and come have fun. Sounds good. Um, moving on from that whole thing. Um, <laughs> we, we do want to talk about that 70 minute premiere episode of the bad batch. Um, I was going to talk about, you know, yesterday's yesterday's episode too, but I'll be honest. I fell asleep while I, I was watching it. I wrapped it up 
five minutes before we hit record. <laughs> okay. And, and not that it was a bad episode or anything. I just was so tired. I was so exhausted yeah. from this week yeah. that I just, I didn't get around to it yet. So, um, but what were your thoughts about the premiere, Adam? So I, I, I really enjoyed the, the order 66 parts of, um, mm-hmm. of the, of the premiere episode the, the first opening segment was probably about 10 minutes long, something like that. Uh, we get to see a little bit of Caleb Caleb Doom slash Kanan Jarrus, which was neat. They did do a little changing up of stuff uh, from a story that was already existing in canon and comics, which irks me a tiny bit. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about that with uh, Clone Wars Season 7, how that finished with, you know, the helmets and all that stuff was not quite how... It, appeared in a in a novel before that uh this these aren't big Here's things the that thing, they're though, changing let, let me jump let me jump in here Go we're ahead. talking about dave filoni we're talking about dave filoni's I know, story i know and he i think he supersedes anything i understand else but that it, it it's starting to bug me because uh, i know i know it's he he can tell the story how he wants and i know that that stuff now trumps what's out there before but that was specifically why we cleaned up Canon back when Disney bought Lucasfilm, you know, so yeah. that we could clean up the stuff. And now it's starting to get these Murky. tiny, tiny little details, and they're not big details. And I get that. And you know, mm-hmm. it just doesn't have to happen. So what was it exactly that it was, you're referring it to? It was uh, kind of the way that um, Deepa, Deepa Blaba, is that her name? Uh, I think so. Yeah, kind of the way that she met her and and okay stuff surrounding that. I thought that I might have been what it was. It's I don't know. It, it, it's not it's not big details. Was that in the you know, ultimately um, she still dies, <laughs> you know. Um right. it's just it it doesn't have to happen and it, it's mm-hmm. a little annoying that it does. But anyway, um the rest of it I thought was pretty good. Uh I didn't immediately I I haven't immediately fallen in love with the Bad Batch as a series even after the second episode which is still good. I still mm-hmm. enjoyed a lot of it. A little uh, Clone Wars tie-in, definitely, for Episode 2, uh, which was fun to revisit. I haven't quite fallen in love with Bad Batch yet, though. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I like Hunter a lot as a character. Um, I, I feel like Hunter and Wrecker are kind of the, the, the deepest of those characters right now that have the most personality, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm not getting a ton of personality from the rest yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Omega can be interesting, uh, depending on where that goes. Uh, I hope that Omega is not tied into any major character. I want Omega to just be Omega, and I think that would be the most interesting thing for Omega. If the, any of these theories out there, are there are some, true, what are the theories? I haven't I haven't heard these theories. That she's actually that. Phasma, which would be another. Oh, rewrite of canon retcon of canon which yeah would also very much annoy me uh you know there's theories that she's tied to ray somehow there's definitely some ray things happening ray-ish things happening with her uh mm-hmm. specifically in episode two you know because she's kind of grown up on camino so she finds a new planet with new uh you know there's Dirt on this planet instead of just water. Right, and she's so she she's taking dirt and water yeah. from the, or she's seeing dirt so the, for the first time. Yeah, yeah, so there's definitely some rayish aspects to her, and if she's tied into yeah. Ray, if she's tied into Phasma, if she's tied into Snoke or Palpatine or that type of stuff, I don't know. It, I, I, yeah, 
I think it would be more interesting for her to be her own character to, to develop into something in her own way. Uh, you know, if she's Phasma, ultimately she dies. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. she's tied into Snoke. Ultimately, he dies. <laughs> why know? do Why do people think she would be Phasma? That doesn't even make she sense. She does kind of look a little bit like Gren- Gwendolyn Christie. And there's a side by side shot of okay. Phasma okay. without the helmet, I, you know, kind of with, with that black and, and red um, capish thing that Phasma has. Yeah. Versus what Omega was wearing does look similar. <laughs> okay. I yeah, just, I just think people. I think people are reaching a lot of times for when they come up with these theories, you know, and 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 sure, maybe they're right. I mean, but you know, nine times out of ten, they're probably not no right <laughs> but but yeah i mean there certainly could be a chance of those theories being true but um i don't put much stock in those things and um i i haven't seen the second episode yet either so i'm not you know i don't i don't have any theories yet as, as far as that character goes but yeah i just i just want her to be her own character that that's all i want yeah i can see that any other thoughts on the first episode how about you what did you think of the first episode i loved it um you know i'm i'm one of the uh, i was not very excited about this show um going into it you know even though it's dave filoni and i, I love clone wars i love rebels it just wasn't something that was particularly interesting to me but then i and maybe it was because that, that's where my expectations were was, was you know pretty low but i loved the first episode i, I thought it was fantastic um I loved Caleb Doom in the Order 66 moment. Um, I thought that was great that we got to see that. Um, you know, I loved Saw Gerrera being in there too. And, um, you know, I, I just, I thought, I just really enjoyed the episode. I, it just pulled me in. I, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Um, and I was kind of excited to see where, where it goes. So yeah, I'm not sure if you see this, but, but check out your, your screen there. Okay. And, uh, show you what i'm talking about with that phasma okay. and omega thing oh, okay kind of i can see like with the the color, color scheme, scheme and, and the hair yeah. and yeah so i can sort I of said, see i that. don't know um yeah yeah okay that's one of the Maybe. theories that are floating out there i hope it's not yeah. true but yeah you know we'll find out for yeah. sure so yeah um See, I'm excited about the Bad Batch going forward. And, um, you know, beyond the Bad Batch, we really wanted to talk about some of our favorite things about Star Wars since we're celebrating Star Wars this week. And um, I, I guess my wife was the inspiration for this one because she wrote an article on her bo- blog, the the, bo- the Bosch blog, by the way, which you should check out if you get a chance. Um, and she wrote about her five favorite things about Star Wars. You know, she talked about how much she loves the Ewoks, um, BB-8 as a droid, um, the, our visit to Galaxy's Edge. So I thought it would be fun for us to discuss this today and and talk about, you know, maybe our, our five favorite things about Star Wars. So, Adam, do you have a list? Mostly. Okay. <laughs> you want to tell us about your favorite things about Star Wars? So... Uh, I think I think first of all is I'm going to separate some of these a little bit, but some of the messages and and first of all is that message of family and from a family that has you know very seriously thought about adopting found family is included in that also. Um, 
I, I, I love that message in Star Wars. I think it's central to Star Wars. I think it, it it's... Uh, Star Wars without that idea of family, even in Bad Batch, we're seeing that a little bit now with Omega and you know where she belongs, mm-hmm. where she wants to be, that type of thing. Uh, I think it's central to Star Wars. And if you have a story, a Star Wars story that's not about family, it doesn't feel like Star Wars anymore to me. So um, I, I think that's in, essential to Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. And, you know, to go kind of along with that, one of my top five is the characters in the stories. Um, I, I, I think these, I have a way of connecting with Star Wars characters more so than maybe other franchises. And um, just the themes in Star Wars, you know, you already mentioned some of those, you know, like family and found family and stuff like that. And um, just the the overall feeling of hope in Star Wars, you know, that it, always about hope um you know i i love that aspect of star wars yeah uh hope was was another one for me um you know just the, that mm-hmm. constant reminder so that would be my second probably is you know the constant reminder that there's always hope my my next one would be um you know i've talked about my experience at star wars celebration um even when i don't get to attend star wars celebration it's still one of my favorite things about star wars um, just the excitement of seeing things that are going to be coming out, um, getting those panels. Um, and, you know, when the next movie is going to be coming out, you get the whole cast up there and talk about the movie and the excitement of that, seeing those first teasers or trailers. Um, you know, I just love the feeling of Star Wars Celebration and, and being there was even more so just that, you know, even though we've talked about some areas of Twitter and YouTube today, but being a, something like Star Wars Celebration lets you realize that most of the fans are connected mm-hmm. to each other and positive and excited. Um, so definitely Star Wars Celebration. Nice. Uh, I was going to save this one for last, but since you mentioned it a little bit, um, I'll just say the friends that it's led me to and not just, you know, not just you uh, as a co-host of my show mm-hmm. and uh, of, of this show, not my show of this show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, friends since I moved to this area <laughs> way back when. Um, but, you know, friends that we've met online, friends that we now have in our Discord server that I mentioned in the last segment, friends that mm-hmm. we've met on Twitter. You know, like I said, Twitter's not all bad. There's, It's mostly good people that sometimes lose sight of that. Um, the friends that we've made through Star Wars, just even just since we started with this podcast, are valuable to me. So that's it's my third. Absolutely. I, I agree. Um, and my next would have to be um, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, it was, you know, visiting Galaxy's Edge was it was amazing. And it, it was probably one of the best days of my life, you know, um, just everything that we got to experience there from, um, you know, having drinks at Oga's Cantina to um, getting a lightsaber, um, riding you know what what i think is one of the best rides ever with um rise of the resistance um so all those things just i can't say enough about galaxy's edge and i'm looking forward to going back nice i haven't been to galaxy's edge yet but i do remember the first time i went to uh the studios hollywood studios it was just mgm studios back when back then um mm-hmm. and seeing uh, you know doing star tours the first time you know back then it was you know Galaxy's Edge is brand new, so I mean, back then it was just Star Tours. And then next to it was 
tattooing traders, I think it was called. Uh, it was the, mm -hmm. the gift store yep. that was kind of themed after you know yep. tattooing. Um, like, I'll never forget that feeling. You know, walking underneath an ATAT the first time, uh, you know, going mm -hmm. into the queue with the animatronics, you know, R two and three PO, and you know, jumping into that whole uh, that whole um, Star Speeder, you know, with Rex and and, and all that stuff. You know, the first Rex. Um, yeah. I'll never forget that feeling. Uh, so I, I, I can only imagine that Galaxy's Edge is above and beyond that. So, yeah, I, you know, I, st I still love Star Tours, and I still, I still remember the the time I went to Disney World before Galaxy's Edge was was there. Um, and you know, going to Hollywood Studios yeah. and seeing the Star Wars stuff they had there, and, yep. and even there's the, a speeder um, because this there's was a speeder bike that they had. You could kind of take. A, I have a picture of me in the speeder yeah. bike and it's just yeah yeah stuff yeah. like that and it, it was around the time force awakens was, okay. was okay. coming out um and they had like this star wars launch bay thing and oh um, yeah it, it was i remember it was yeah. so cool all the stuff they had in the props they had yeah, in there and everything. I, have, I have pictures of that too. i remember walking around that yeah 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 uh my next one would just have to be the music you know whether it be John mm -hmm. Williams, whether it be Ludwig Göransson, Kevin Kiner, uh, anybody that's composing Star Wars music has, uh, you know, been a, a pretty big part of my life. So, uh, you know, those are scores and themes that I'll always feel something when I hear. And uh, so, yeah, number four is music. That's man. That's a great great pick. I. I don't know how I completely forgot about that. So I'm glad you mentioned it, you know, and it was even on May the 4th that I just started listening to like my best of Star Wars playlist. And that music just puts me in a certain mood. It's like when I hear the music, it's like, oh, I want to watch all the movies again. <laughs> I wanna, it just puts me in that place. And I love it. Um, my next one would definitely be the feeling of waking up on a Friday for the next episode of the Mandalorian, <laughs> just the, the anticipation and the buildup that Disney plus has created and being able to chat about it in our discord server. Like you mentioned with those, those friends that we've made um, and just all the excitement around the Mandalorian and, and Disney plus with the, the shows that are going to be coming out too. So yeah. Yeah. And that's my, my last, I think is that I Star Wars for me was probably the first time I was introduced to to a franchise that had such a large world that I could jump into. Um, and that started back, back in the day with like, you know, EU stuff where I could read more books and find out more things. But then there's also video games, you know, where I could experience being in star Wars in, in some form or fashion. And, uh, you know, that's continued to this day. And, you know, there may be other franchises now that that I'm exploring that that do the same thing, like Marvel, or you know, especially Lord mm -hmm. of the Rings is one that I'm getting kind of really getting back into right now. Uh, but Star Wars is kind of the first for me, you know, where I, where I could explore that franchise, that story at a deeper level than just what was on screen. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, I I think that. Um when I first saw star Wars as a kid, like it just, like you mentioned, just the world that you could step into. Yeah. Um, it, it changed my life for sure. Like I fell in love with movies because of star Wars, um, because of seeing the empire strikes back. And for the first time that I saw it 
yeah. in, in a movie theater and, and it um, blew my mind when i found out that there yeah. was more to that you know the, the, the yeah. that i could, that I could yeah. go deeper and Mm-hmm. You know, that that feeling of being able to explore farther uh, is, you know, something that I'm still working th- with today. Yeah, you know, I'm still finding it's new th- ever yeah, expanding. It, it, I'm world. still finding new things to explore and learn and read and watch mm-hmm. and play. So yeah, yeah. Um, my number one is um, seeing a new Star Wars movie on opening night. Um, I have so many memories of you know episode one two and three uh, you know force awakens last jedi you know um rogue one all just see, seeing those movies um for the first time on their release day opening night the excitement of just waiting in line um you know before the movie theater opens and and going in and sitting down and seeing the trailers and feeling the excitement in the theater um that feeling is my number one thing about Star Wars and just you know seeing a new Star Wars movie on opening night. So um, I'll never forget my opening that, night of yeah. Force Awakens. That was one of the most fun times of my life. Um, yeah, that Even was amazing. I was fighting off food poisoning yeah. from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget that feeling though. Not the yeah, nauseous feeling. That that, that, that feeling. Well, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll remember that for a long time too. But Arby's yeah. got me. That was Arby's. <laughs> I haven't eaten at Arby's ever since. Yeah, it's that was started. the last time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think the Force Awakens probably is at the top of that list for me too. Just that that opening night. So, um, so yeah, you know we uh, we love Star Wars. You guys know we we were a Star Wars podcast podcast exclusively for quite a while. Yeah, um, over a year. And yeah, and I I know you know we we have mixed feelings about star Wars right now, just with recent things. But, um, for me, I'm still excited about star Wars and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to personally let something that, um, maybe I disagree with a decision that's made up top. I'm not going to let that ruin what star Wars is to me because it's been there since I was a kid. And I'm, I'm still excited about what Dave Filoni, what John Favreau might bring to the table. And, um, you know what what's what's to come so i'm still definitely a big lover of star wars for sure so yeah i'm glad we got to talk about that and celebrate may the 4th and um that wraps it up for this week hey doc we better back up we don't have enough road to get up to 88 roads well we're going we don't need roads Thank you all for tuning in to the latest episode of From a Certain Point of View, episode 79. Uh, I'm just going to get it right out of the way, right up top. I know there's, I don't know, probably about 10 people that are waiting for this because that's about how many entries we got. <laughs> so uh, we'll do the the giveaway winner right now. And first of all, I will give, uh, the, give out the right answer, which is C, Nightcrawler, is my favorite of the X-Men. Uh... Reason being, I love... It. I can't wait to watch X2 this week uh, just because I love that portrayal of Nightcrawler uh, even more than the uh, you know, uh, Apocalypse and uh, Phoenix versions of, of Nightcrawler that, that we saw. Oh, I, I agree. And I love X2. I think it's, X2 is probably my favorite of, my of the favorite. X-Men movies to date. That and Days of Future yeah. Past are yeah. my, my two favorites. So, uh, Nightcrawler, I love... Uh, his devotion to religion, uh, first of all, um, 
again, just because it kind of echoes, you know, what I believe in also. But also for him, uh, he doesn't look <laughs> like someone that should feel that way. You know, he has that, that demonish look, you know, that blue devilish look, uh, you know, with, with the bright eyes and even the tail, the, the, you know, with, with the spade at the end, all this other stuff. Um, he can't, he, he, he really can't step foot in a church looking like that, you know? And he still believes, and he still, you know, believes that he has a, a purpose and a reason to be here. And, uh, and he's also German. I'm mostly German heritage, so there's that also. So I had a coworker one time that we started talking about X-Men, and I asked him who his favorite X-Men character was. And he said, that is a very personal question. And I, it's always kind of stuck with me the way he answered that, because it really <laughs> is. There's so many different characters that you can choose in that franchise. Uh each with their own personality and each I think that you know your favorite would probably be a very personal reason that you would pick that character um, so it always stuck with me for me it was it's Nightcrawler that's the correct answer um, we actually didn't get an incorrect answer and I, I kind of helped push people to the right way because I wanted to get them to enter the, the giveaway uh, so for some reason Brittany thought it would have been quick okay well Brittany was the only wrong answer <laughs> but I would have got I would have got her there um, yeah. so it's Nightcrawler our winner is Charles from Conversations so big congrats to Charles congratulations yeah we hung out a little bit with Charles and some of the Red 5 guys last night on a Red 5 live uh, so you know, plug Red 5 right here um red5network.com and on twitter at red5network uh, make sure you're following there so you can be uh, alerted next time we have a red5 live because uh, like I said I got to hang out with Charles who was our, our giveaway winner hung out with Ro and uh, a bunch of other great red5 members uh, it was a lot of fun we had a lot of lot, a great time talking about Bad Batch and uh, some Star Wars stuff last night so make sure you're following red5 network subscribe to our podcast wherever you can uh, we are on mo- pretty much all those major podcast apps if you're on one like apple podcast that lets you leave a review please do so that helps us get out to more people and lets us know what you like and what you don't like about the show so we can do better uh, for you our listeners we are continuing our watch parties in our discord server we watched the premiere episode of Bad Batch on Thursday night, which is kind of cool because it came out on Tuesday, so we were able to watch it together just a couple days later. Uh, this next Thursday, we'll be watching episode two, uh, which debuted on uh, Friday the 7th. So we'll be watching that on Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time in our Discord server. The links for that are always going to be in the show notes, and you can find them on our website as well. That website is from a certain point of view.com. And there's all kinds of links to everywhere you can find us on socials, uh, everywhere you can get in touch with us as well. And uh, give you some of those socials right now. Uh, Instagram is certain POV pod. Twitter is also certain POV pod. Facebook page is from a certain point of view. Our email address is from a certain point of view.com. We are hosted by anchor.fm. And we have a brand new, we let this. We let you know this last week, but I'm going to keep saying it, we have a brand new voicemail phone number. You can dial us from any phone uh, now instead of just going to Anchor. Uh, but that phone number is 724-901-1783, and we'll be putting that out on socials a lot more this week as well. Uh, but once again, that's 724-901-1783. Give us a call. Uh, 
let us know what you thought of Bad Batch. Uh, do you have a favorite uh, May 4th festivity this year? Let us know that as well. We'd love to play all those voicemails on the show. You can find me on the internet at TheGauze85 on Twitter and Instagram. And Josh, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at JediJarJar1722. And as Adam said, we would love to hear from you guys, our fans. We would love to know maybe what even also what your favorite um, thing about Star Wars is. So if you want to leave that in the in a voicemail or, you know, tag us on Twitter or anywhere where you can let us know what your favorite Star Wars moment was. And um, we just really loved, once again, going back to Star Wars and celebrating Star Wars. Um, we hope May the 4th was with you. And uh, that's all for this week's show. And everything we said today was true. From a certain point of view. <laughs>